Hello, this is former Fox Sports Wisconsin anchor and proud fellow Wauwatosan Jeff Grayson. From my position high in the booth, it appears conditions are good for this much-anticipated matchup. Let's go down to the studio. The action is about to start. It's season four of the Bait and Switch podcast. Welcome back to the Bait and Switch podcast. My name is Chris Beyer, as always, with my co-host, Jim Martin. Hello, fans. <laughs> fans. Oh, we got yes. fans now. <laughs> they wouldn't be listening if they're not fans, right? I guess that's true. They're not that fanatic. That's, that's true. Yeah. In my head, they are. And now we're deep into season four, and we're bringing out another guy from the Shepherd Express. This is Blaine Schultz, and Blaine Schultz is a writer, helps with the distribution and the membership. He's been involved with music in Milwaukee. He's been involved with bands in the Milwaukee. Welcome, Blaine. Thank you, guys. And I, I just want to interject right off the bat that you, you don't think you have a much of a following, but my family and a number of our neighbors, we would actually gather around out by the fireplace when it was nice out and listen to your show every Saturday night. Wow, look at that. <laughs> As many people do. Especially in these, these tough times. You know, I'm sure a lot of people are doing that with the show, you know. We've got people through COVID in our own way. Right. You talk about, you know, heroes. I don't want to, I don't want to put that word out there. Let's, let's just, just, let's just move on from that. It's, yeah. You know, I don't want to talk about that. It's, well, Blaine, Blaine Schultz is a hero to many here for his participation in the Milwaukee music scene. Where did you make your mark in the Milwaukee music scene, Blaine? Well, I uh, grew up in Menasha in the Fox Valley and further on up north in Lakewood. Uh, I started writing in 1980 at a UW uh, Extension School in the Fox Valley, and then went up to Eau Claire and wrote there. Eventually found my way to Milwaukee, where I wrote for a publication called The Newsletter, which covered primarily East Side bands. We did that. It was a monthly uh, publication that we put out, and at some point I sort of crept into the Shepherd Express as a freelancer and did that for uh, several decades. And under the mentorship of Dave Lurson, the writing, music, uh, whatever comes my way full-time, as well as distribution and membership duties over there. Oh, cool. Like, when did you get to Milwaukee then? So I got to Milwaukee um, in the early 90s, played in a band called Benoit Beat, and later in a band called Mona Lisa Overdose, and we won a Whammy Award, and I was handed a Whammy Award by Laurencia Bembenek, who some people from Milwaukee might remember. Sure. It was after she was freed, of course. She was freed, and um, she looked, she was really dialed up that night, Be better than the room. You're no slouch yourself, Blaine. Well, I've been called a slouch. I've slouched. But, uh, <laughs> so the music days are over, and the, the modeling days are over, too, right? You've given up on that dream. Well, no. The aim, after that, I formed a, a side project called The Aimless Blades. We put up four albums that came out on a cassette when people were doing cassette stuff. And then subsequently, we did four albums on CD and got some uh, nice notices around the world. It's nice to get press that has to be translated. And a big part of that band was uh, a couple of the members had played in a band called The Shivers, which was a kind of a power pop sensation in Milwaukee in the 1980s. So it was, it was a nice band. And we've been on kind of extended hiatus since then. I've also been the co-producer of the Neil to Neil Benefit over at Lindemans. I think we've done that for 14 or 15 years. This is the first year we haven't done it. Had a band called the River West Aces, and our keyboard player, Paul Setzer, died 
about a month ago. So, oh, uh, sorry to hear that. Yeah, yeah. So, and Paul was a great guy. A lot of people know Paul Stetzer um, from his work at Circle A and other bands and production and stuff that he's done over the years. So we really miss him and the future of that band is kind of up in the air. Hmm. Okay. Talking about the Milwaukee music scene, obviously we go back to days of our youth when the Violent Femmes were big and the Bodines were big. You are plugged in a little bit to what's going on now, right, in the music scene? A little bit. I'm sure we're all contemporaries. I was born in 1962. Mm -hmm. um, I've got two kids living upstairs who are in their early 20s, so I'm as out, as out of touch as can be, but there still is viable music for people our age, so... When you say out of touch, uh, and again, get back to the Shepherd Express, they do reviews of new music that's out there, right? As far as being part of that scene, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that I am. We have some other writers and freelance writers who are much more in touch with it. But there, there's people our age that are still making music. Um, John Seeger, Mike Fredrickson, Paul Seabar, tons of others that are still putting records out or albums out or music out in whatever format. Loie Nelson, for instance. Loie had a band called the Carnival Strippers um, that was on, signed to a major label, mid-90s, late-90s, and she's going to be putting out a new record soon. So it, it just kind of keeps turning. You can't stop anybody from doing it. If somebody asks you guys, are you too old to do a podcast, what's the answer? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> or, or not. You might know uh, my brother's band, the Mod Violets. I sure do. Yeah, they're a great band. That that uh, stuff that they put out last year, that's really good stuff. I've known Mark Lantine for probably 20 years, bumping into him off and on in different musical situations. So that's an example. Are those guys too old to still do it? Well, obviously not. Yeah, yeah. Right. So now you do a lot of writing for the Shepherd in, in regards to music. Is that the main thing that you write about? Yeah, music. When, when lockdown hit in March, I talked to Dave about doing a series that's been successful, like one or two articles a week called ABC, Artists Being COVID. And it's kind of a template where I ask people questions on how they're dealing with it and uh, how they were affected by it and what they are hoping to do, you know, when, when it's done. Some people, you ask them a question, they'll tell you their life story. Some people tell you the psychology that goes into it. Other people tell you that they, you know, clammed up. So that's been a big thing I've been doing. Um, in the past, I'd done concert reviews and theater reviews and, and restaurant reviews. It's been challenging to do that. You know, you yeah. can't go out and see a band. If you're in your right mind, you're not going out. Right. Um, right. Restaurants, you know, a place that was open last week is curbside only this week. So yeah. we, we ain't going to see anything halfway normal for a long time. Right. That uh, that talking thing, <laughs> uh, part of me thinks that that's got something to do with all the isolation we're in. You know, I work from home, and my wife and kids are they're off at school. My wife's a teacher, and the kids are in school, and so I'm by my myself all day. So when I get to talk to people, that's not them. Mm -hmm. I'm going to talk. Yeah. Yeah. So now you also are involved with distribution. Uh, you guys have gone from a newspaper to a magazine. You've gone from a weekly to a monthly. As far as distribution, are you getting just as many out as you did uh, prior to COVID? So it's a moving target. Like we just mentioned, the restaurants and the concerts and stuff. Um, to backtrack a bit, in March, when we stopped publication, we had been a weekly newspaper for 30 plus years. And then we say, nobody's going to mess around with this stuff. We're going to be online only, foreseeable future. Then in August, 
you know, we, we ramped up and said, the decision was made to come out as a glossy monthly. So what we did was we realized that there's not going to be as many people out and there's not going to be as many places for people to get the magazine. So instead of at a high point of 60,000 plus a week, we're now at 40,000 a month. It's much larger. It's 72, 78 pages, whatever it's going to be for the January issue. The paradigm is similar, but it's different. People can still expect that it's a progressive, forward-thinking publication. That hasn't changed. But instead of a newsprint weekly, it's a glossy monthly. What's been the reaction from your readers? When it hits the stand, it disappears in most places. Like you said, or you get out and you get a chance to talk to somebody other than your wife and kids. It's blah, 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 blah. Well, somebody wants to see this paper. It's all great. I get this paper. I get this. Now it's a magazine and they're looking through it and they're excited for it. So the reaction has been overwhelmingly positive. That's great. But there's a curve. So there's times when people will look at it and go, this is great, but why wasn't it here last week? It's like, well, it's monthly now, Mm -hmm. not a weekly newspaper. So so there's still a bit of a disconnect there. That's going to take some time for people to realize that something they were looking at for 30 years is still there, but it's in a different form. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, I mean, you guys aren't running any advertisings or, you know, anything like that. Like, Hey, we're going to monthly now, you know? So, you know, like you said, it's just going to take a little while for people. To well, use, I guess. to interrupt to the contrary, um, we got the word out. Um, okay. Before we went out, I, I went out to all of the locations and I put flyers on the racks at the mm-hmm. places where people pick them up. We'll be back in August as a monthly, but there's fine print there. Did people read it? I don't know. It was on the website. Do people who pick it up in a store read it on the website? We're living in, in a really interesting time where there's a gulf in generations that someday seems like it's as wide as the Grand Canyon. Yep. That's the kind of stuff that we're dealing with. But I think over time, people our age, sometimes we fuss around with technology. Sometimes it's easy. My wife's dad is over 90 years old and he's got an iPhone and he figured it out to the extent that he can use it. All right. The problem is now we live in a, in a digital age where this happens, right? Yep. I just snapped my fingers. Um, and now our expectation is that for everything. Yep. If you read any uh, Zen Buddhism or anything, it's like sit on the cushion and calm down and watch and see what happens because yep. stuff's going to happen in its own time. You can want to rush it. You can hope it rushes. But if it's not going to rush, it's not going to rush. Yep. Right. So let me ask you about the third thing here that you do which is membership. Uh, what do you mean by membership? What do you do with that? Sure. So um, th- the model is usually nonprofits, but we are not a nonprofit. So we're trying to get organization involved within the paper to give our people the opportunity, the chance to help support us. We could talk for a long time about what happened to the daily newspaper in town. And even to the point where it was two daily newspapers in town. Remember, one is a morning and afternoon paper. Oh, yes. Well, if you've got a uh, really large corporation nationwide that swallows up a number of regional entities and consolidates and says we can do more with fewer people, at some point they're not going to cover what they used to cover. Sure. Right. Which, Which brings it back to us. Our niche is neighborhood stuff and local stuff. And if they don't have reporters to cover that anymore, well, sorry, we're going to be covering that stuff. Do they cover as much local music? I would say no. Is as much local music happening? Sure. Yeah. So, so you know, the scales are, are tipping. The Shepherd is working on a really good model to take advantage of the fact that 
we, we put out goodwill for three decades and it's, you know, the, the community respects that and, and responds in kind. So is membership like a pledge drive or is there special features that members get that you don't get from the regular magazine? Yeah, I mean, there's moving parts that are still going on, but at this point, membership for a year is is nine starts at nine dollars a month and then goes up from there. So there's different. Um, I could direct you to the website. I, I guess that would would give give the most comprehensive answer to your question at this point. Sure. But it's, it's broadening, and it's it's you know it's something that we know is is going to be much more helpful for the paper and the community if, if we wrap our arms around this and everybody gets together. So it might be kind of like like an NPR model. Similar, but but you have to keep in mind that we are not a not-for-profit organization. Right. So um, over the years, I've I've done pledge drives at MSE and uh, YMS when they were a jazz station. It's very similar to that in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Are you guys focusing more attention on driving website traffic now? Then some things are on the website, but they're not in the monthly magazine, right? So. Obviously, what you can do is you can update the website at will. So yep. when when we went dark to the papers on the street in March, everything went online, and we update content daily, and we still do that. But that being said, there is still a large enough segment of the population that wants forty thousand people want to hold something in their hands. Sure. Mm-hmm. So to answer your question, at some point, our magazine is going to be gone. Well, all three of us listen to vinyl records, right? Sure. Are vinyl records gone? They're making a comeback. Well, they're never I mean, really gone, right? So, right. so the answer to your question is, is it's two-pronged answer. Right? Definitely the internet and web-based and handheld reading devices. As a sidebar anecdote, there's a very large coffee chain in this country. Um, two-syllable word, the last word rhymes with something I can't say. What they did was nationally say they did not want any publications in their stores anymore. Ah. Not, not just free publications. That also includes the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal or your local newspapers. Uh, I didn't they realize said, that. <laughs> and they said that the reason was that nobody reads those publications anymore. Mm-hmm. Now, just between you and me and the four walls and however many people listen to this podcast, one of those stores fell through the cracks. And we continued delivering 100 newspapers a week to that store. After they said that nobody reads these newspapers, right, right, yeah. right. And I bet they all, I bet they all disappeared. We went through 100 papers a week at those right. stores. Yep. Yeah. And I didn't mean to imply that the, necessarily the magazine was going away. I was just curious if you guys, because you went to a monthly publication versus weekly, if you were trying to drive more traffic to the website now to kind of cover the three weeks or so in the between the you know, the, the monthly edition is coming out. I guess that's a question for the owner and the, and the GM and even Dave, but they're still locked into a publication, a hard copy publication. So it's sure. not, it's not going away. I think it evolved and, and they, you know, there, there've been models around the country where other places successfully moved an alternative weekly to an alternative monthly magazine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of the website, we want to thank you doing a feature on us you guys have this thing called off the cuff it's one of your features on the website and uh, you guys put us you've featured us here in uh, a recent article on that website i want to thank you for that yeah thanks well that's that's another one of the the columns and i i already wrote that were you guys going to pay me for that with a check or would it be cash 
Well, oh, wait, wait. Um, not supposed to talk about payola on this podcast? <laughs> Is that a different one? I was under the impression that that was free. I thought you were paying us, actually. But you know, wait, wait, <laughs> Mr. Martin <laughs> or Mr. Byer, which one of you guys told me that this would be a quid pro quo? I don't know Latin, so I'm not sure exactly what you're talking about. I have it on my phone here. Let me let me check. I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll go back and listen to your message. Well, I'll do it when we're off the air. I don't okay, want to. Okay, there you go. That's boring to our listeners. We don't want to bore listeners with that kind of thing. Yeah. But I think I think some of the lies that I told were, were pretty impressive. I mean, you guys will see it when it comes out. We were featured in a recent one, which would have been here in probably November, December on your website. That's all well and good. And we're happy with it. Yeah. But we'd kind of like to see ourselves in that uh, glossy uh, magazine you got one of these months. It's funny that in my uh, 50 some years on this planet, when people say I'm happy and then the word but after it like you just said yeah happy but that that kind of qualifies it as not being happy so what aren't you happy about well we feels like we're you know we're big enough where we could make the paper i mean the you know the actual hard copy i mean that's that's really where it's at like you said yeah vinyl yeah. isn't going away we we kind of yeah. want a feature story not just this off the cuff thing you know maybe a, a couple pages okay so i'll i'll level with you guys i talked to the editor and i talked to the publisher and I pitched the article, and then I, I showed him a, a photograph of you guys. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, sex sells. That's and your point. To go over. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't, I don't want to put too fine a point on this, but the Shepherd Express has some of the finest airbrush artists in the Western Hemisphere. And, and these people just shook their head and walked away. Wow. You know, I, I can't blame him too much. But I'll tell you one thing is I've been working out lately. Probably by the time, you know, it's going to take a little while to get this article up and running and the, the actual printed version. Yeah, we can I, work I, out. By the time I can, I can work, I can do like a kind of a, like a, maybe like one of those calendar shot kind of things. You know, we could do something like that. I'll tell you something, you guys. Don't ever stop working out. You can get there. <laughs> maybe we could just go with the logo we don't have to have our mugs up there that's, that's uh, you know, true just the that's true. switch logo right i'll ask them if they can airbrush the logo too but they might you know have a similar response podcasting that's the hip thing here blaine i you keep talking about how we're old it's time to get with the times here this is podcasting's where it's at and in milwaukee podcast bait and switch it's synonymous and uh, i think this is something that could get that circulation back up you know it's worth a shot I'll give you that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, I, and, and a lot, as long as you're open to that, I mean, I was thinking like, not, maybe not even just an article, but what about like the, I mean, if you really want to push podcasts, you just put us on the cover. You put words in my mouth there. I never said I was open to it. You said if I was open to it. Well, I thought you, you said we'd give it a shot. It. Give so. it a shot. You guys were talking about working out. I thought, I mean. Well, we'll give it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> I Well, we'll work out. I'll, what What do you want? You want legs, chest, arms? What do you want us to work on? Neck. Yeah, I think I think a good neck shot. <laughs> yeah, like a big okay. neck. Yeah, yeah, we can do it. Okay, we'll get these copies to fly off the shelves. Yeah, again, podcasting and specifically bait and switch podcasting, it's a big thing. You, you don't want to be on the on the back end of this curve. That's the thing. It's it's oh, on a quick right. upswing. You, you want know? to be on the right side of history before history happens. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. you know Dave Larson, right? You, he's you got his ear, right? You know. When Dave sees this podcast, he's going to take me in his room again, and I'm going to have welts for days, probably. <laughs> I mean, you haven't agreed yet. I mean, the cover. How, I don't know how you can pass up the cover part. Yeah, yeah the election's over. 
Right. It's time to move on to fun things, you know, things that people, you know, want to listen to. Yeah. All right. So bait and switch will be the, the preface to the return of Camelot, the new Camelot. You can do a split cover, you know, inauguration in our podcast. Have you guys considered the uh, our incoming vice president and president as as guests on your podcast? I know I know you guys have a, have a have a long list of guests coming up, and I don't know if you could fit them in, but they might be interesting. We'll see. Their people yeah. have talked to us. They're mulling over right now. Like Chris said, we don't we don't like to get super political on this one, and and I think putting the president and vice president on the show might get a little political. Yeah, we don't want to lose half our audience. Yeah. Right, make it a little hot. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Maybe we'll get Trump on the way out. That's another possibility. Oh, yeah. We'll see. Yeah, Melania, you know Ivanka, somebody. Yeah. Well, I I think uh, I think Blaine here. I think I think you know that you can do this. I think that you know that you can talk to Dave and get this going. And so you know, just think about it. You got a couple months here before this comes out, and I think you can make it happen, Blaine. Let's go out on a limb and call it a done deal right now. Done oh. deal. Yes, we're in. Right. Yes. Woo. All well, right. I want to thank Blaine Schultz here for stopping on our show because he's got us on the cover coming up here. Maybe April, maybe May. We'll work out gym. Is there a gym that we can wear the masks and things like that? For a while, anyway, we got to do the home workout, I think, you know, until I get that vaccine. Blaine, I got an idea. This might solve it for us. We'll wear masks on the cover. It'll cover up our mugs. There you go. Why didn't you say that 12 minutes ago? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> We wouldn't have to negotiate at all. We're just in. One, one last thing I want to uh, pop in here mentioning masks. Um, for people who live in the city of Milwaukee, there's a program. This is legit. No goofing around. The, everybody in the city of Milwaukee gets a free mask. It's got oh. the Milwaukee Health Department logo on. They had been dropping them off at the libraries. Now the libraries are uh, curbside, but you can still get them at libraries. But there's a, a link on the Milwaukee. Uh, there's an article in The Shepherd that ran yesterday where anybody in Milwaukee can get free masks. There's no excuse not to get a mask. No, oh, that's cool. Yeah, That's a good idea. Hopefully, yeah. you know, uh, this this won't actually be coming out until for like a couple months. Hopefully, maybe we won't need masks by then. Wouldn't that be great? But just in case, we'll keep this in there. But that's that's great to know. I did not realize it. They're at the libraries, you said, right? Yep. Okay, cool. Yeah, a couple months, a lot can change. I mean, uh, yeah. optimistically, knock on wood, all that stuff, but we got to be safe for a while. Oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. Well, we want to thank again Blaine Schultz joining us from his shower, apparently, because the background <laughs> looks like a shower curtain. So why don't you go back in there and do a little more scrubbing there, trim that beard of yours, and uh, get a little more presentable. You can join us on the cover, all right? Sounds good. Yeah. Right. Thanks for coming on the show, Blaine. Yeah, Great talking to you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Join us next time on the Bait and Switch podcast with our guests, the Milwaukee-based band, The Mod Violets. Here's Playground, the first track off their self-titled album. The song Playground can be found on YouTube.
You've made it to the end of yet another Bait and Switch podcast. Spread the word.